This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey. Hey. What'd you think? About what? Did, did you get my text? Oh. Welcome back, or for the first time, back. to Did You Get My Text? I'm Meredith Salinger. I'm Pat Oswalt. We are very happy you guys joined us today. We are going to have a rip-roaring of a show. Don't oversell it. <laughs> um, lot going on. Should I? You want me to start? Because I sent you a few things. Don't well, give me that look. No, in, okay. Just say, did you get my text? <laughs> oh my okay, go ahead. Um... So I sent you a little uh, uh, a video uh, about Flippy, the burger flipping robot. Oh, yeah. At Cali Burger in Pasadena. And yes. this is a new robot which um, can uh, flip burgers and, uh, and construct burgers, put them on the buns, uh, put fries in a basket, put the basket in the hot oil, shake the hot oil around. Um, the video, I know that the, the, the video is, is shot and presented in a very lighthearted way whimsical way but it is so it's so dystopian where where basically these fast food employees are working side to side with the machine that's going to replace them as, as fun and sweet as this they try to make the video look this is the end of a massive part of the workforce and just, it's not good i would prefer if they had made it look more like a machine but it kind of like also looks like a person so it's Be sort of like fuck you i'm not even a real person they're just making me look like a person right but but what i'm saying is when when the replacement of humans comes like that's the one thing that the terminator films got wrong is that the whatever the the ai system um the skynet would make it look like a fun Little, I remember um, Amanda Palmer saying, "Whenever you hear um, the the ukulele being played in a commercial by some massive corporation, they are trying to sell something horrific, some new chemical that they know is going to make you sterile, or some new additive." But again, the, this is the beginning of the end. Uh, if, if if Flippy, and of course they call him Flippy, yeah, why they have to well, give like him like a cute name? Because it because it. They're trying it lessens to lessen the blow of us taking your job. And it's also undercuts the rage that you should be feeling where you should. And also, maybe Flippy is such a cute, innocent name. Maybe it hides the evil intent of the 
machines that will soon take over us. That's Again, that's the whole point is that like if they called a robot Snippy, it's like, oh, why is his name Snippy? Well, he he snips all the flesh off of humans and uses it to, <laughs> but we call him Snippy. Like, like, why don't they call, instead of calling him the Terminator, they should have called him like Termi or, um, you know. Termi, uh, yeah, or Or Killy T, Killy T Bot or whatever. Like they would have given him a cutesy name so that you don't, get as frightened and and it happens in a much more subtle way. But again, Flippy the Robot, this video really, really bummed me out. Yeah. And they're making these 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 workers do shoot. No, they're a video. making them watch it. They're like having them the part of the video there was another worker like next to him. That's what I mean. They have like, to like that is so but mean they said to the new, to the worker. Yeah, we're introducing this robot. We're making a film about it. You're gonna be in the film. You're what well, we're, you are what we we are replacing. Yeah, but they tried to make him say, "You want to be in a movie? We're making a short film. We want you to be on camera." Oh well, what's the cam? What's the film about? It's about your obsolescence. It's about <laughs> oh your complete God. uselessness, and we need you to be on film, celebrating and excited. And, and they're like making jokes, like sometimes you got to work around Flippy. He leads the way. Yes, he leads the way until he gets sentience and kills everyone in the restaurant. And the commercial is like reminding corporate America, like. Hey, the robot works. You don't really need me. Look at all the money I'm saving. So I think when mm-hmm. they watch that, when when the evil overlords of commerce watch that, they're like, "Damn, we're gonna start saving a lot of money." Except the evil overlords of commerce are the ones making the commercial. It's more the commercial is aimed more at the workers, and it's a very gentle way of saying, "Don't even try to fight this. You will be steamrollered by history." Or if an optimist had looked at the video, they'd be like, look at that robot can do stuff we can. This is a cute video. Wow, Flippy, you're talented. Somebody made you and they did a good job. This is so grim. You and I are so different. I remember watching um, Michael Moore's first documentary, Roger and Me, and, and he goes to Autoland USA in Flint, Michigan, and they uh, there's a there's a, a, a display. It's like a, the history of auto uh, manufacture, and it's a guy singing alongside the robot that's going to replace him. It's called Me and My Buddy, and they're doing a little, it's an animatronic thing. That, that I wish we had video right now because you're doing this little animatronic dance that none of the other listeners get to actually <laughs> witness. They don't want to witness It's very cute, it's you guys. sad. He's got his little I'm, headphones on, and he's doing I'm this little just, dance. He's doing the little Flippy the Burger dance. My upper torso is rocking back and forth on my legs. It's really sad. Uh, so, again, an, another, this has been a week of a lot of, Creepy dystopian stuff. What else being dystopian pres- happened? Oh, just th- th- this thing that Tucker Carlson is putting out on November 1st. Actually, if you're listening to this, this came out uh, last week, unfortunately. Um, his uh, thing about, it's called The Patriot Purge. And it's his take on January 6th about how it was a false flag operation. And the real uh, heroes are the um, rioters and... Joe Biden is now hunting white people. It's the sc- the scariest video that he's putting out. That he's like that Tucker basically Carlson is putting out? Tucker Carlson. And you it's know there are laws, fucking awful. There are laws in other countries, I believe, that you are not allowed to spread lies, false information. Well, like, he's flat out doing it. And he, but he. Again, I mean, everyone has a right to say what they think, but you can't be lying to the American public. Well, you can't put. Well, look. <laughs> corporations and governments have been lying to the public for, I mean, look at the the tobacco industry all through the years. It's just, you know, they, it's whoever has the power and the access to the media gets to tell the story. But this is something where 
you can directly see this getting somebody killed. You can directly see somebody just watching the the ad is is dangerous enough. F forget the whole hour that that was on. Just this ad that's now going all around the internet is so dangerous. Yeah. So you so you have two ways of doing it. Either do the scare version where it's the Patriot Purge, Joe Biden. And they, and they cut it together and look like- Is trying to purge patriots? Is trying to purge patriots. Literally, like he's, hunt, he's hunting but white people. But it's so funny. The patriots are the ones um, going against their own country. <laughs> or you do the cutesy way where it's flippy. Right. It's flippy. The Although could, could, could Tucker have done a cutesy version where, um, you know- Sure, like a 1950s, got, what are those two guys? Um, like a dumb guy and a smart guy in the 1950s. Goofus and Gallant? Yes, them. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if he had cut together his Patriot Purge uh, trailer to make it look like, make the riders look cute and sweet, like it's 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 Yelly. It's Yelly the rider. And he wants to go to DC and make his voice heard. And, right. and he cuts like, puts fun music over it and makes it seem sweet. And then they make Flippy into the horrific uh, body horror um, uh, neo-noir monster movie than it should be yeah they're both horrifying i'm just saying that the it's fun to see both um both uh both things in the propaganda toolkit is do we do it cute or do we scare the crap out well of it's just interesting how the world works anyway or how the media is framing it anyway on different news channels obviously frame oh, it differently obviously but when the Black Lives Matter situation they're like <laughs> those are rioters those are rioters that's what they were labeling that which right. it wasn't there were peaceful protesters, and then there was, and there's, oh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> you all know. Anyway, they're saying that those are rioters, but then the people that stormed the, the castle, mm -hmm. capital, on um, the 6th, they're patriots. So, and then fucking Ted Cruz just raised his fucking opinion that the Nazi salute is not a bad thing. He's, he's saying- What, he said that? Yes. I missed that. When did he say that? Today. There was a whole oh, video no. of Ted Cruz. Was it Ted Cruz? Yeah. Defending some, I don't actually know exactly what happened. I, I read it quickly because we were running out to go work, but it's something where he's like defending the Nazi salute. I got to look that up. Again, none of this, none of this shit would is, surprise me. Oh, and then the thing with, oh no, it was the gun thing. What gun thing? Um, that the guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, who murdered those people, um, they're not allowed to be called victims. They're, no. Or they're supposed to be called rioters. Right. Yes. And the, 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 the really, judge the, the judge, judge said- Who's a nightmare. When they're, a nightmare. So the you're either a patriot <laughs> or, yeah, it's just unbelievable. But they label them so- with so much vigor constantly, rioters, 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 right. or anything bad. And it does, so when you say the word rioter, mm -hmm. you know, people are gonna think Black Lives Matter as opposed exactly. to, as rioter, yeah. they're not labeling the insurgents a riot. They're like, I don't fucking know. It's very upsetting. Hey, th but, but okay, so what happens if there's an advanced enough AI where they can have a, a, a an artificial intelligence that can then do podcasting and replaces all podcasters. What, are they going to do the scary version to, to scare the podcast away, or will they do the cute flippy version? It's potty. Yeah, come I'm on, sure, here comes, here sure comes potty mouth. I'm sure everybody wants to listen to a robot. <laughs> but if they can tweak it so that you don't know if it's a robot or not. Well, you mean so they could like deep fake your voice, kind of like. We don't need or, you, Patton. Just like those things, the reface things, where they take your face and put it on right. someone else. What if they could take your voice? And but then what, what I'm put saying it is, on 
is there a way they can do some sort of research where they figure out what are the what are the human speaking tones that are the most pleasing to the most amount of people and then create an AI that oh, just yeah. uses and hits all those tones. I bet they could do that. Um, right, right now, you know, still um, speaking robots sound like that you know you're listening to a robot, but that's only that'll only last for another 10 years. They're going to nail a voice that you won't know whether it's a robot or a person, and they're going to do a voice that's going to be so pleasing that there will be enough of the public that will go, I know it's a robot and it's replacing people, but I just, I want to hear that voice. It makes me happy. Shouldn't I have something that makes me happy? It's all like, you know, the... The cell phones that we use, the video games that we play are using resources that cause wars in these third world countries because we need them. But people are like, but I need my cell, even even though it might be killing the bees or killing the birds, but everyone's like, but I need my treats. Oh, I, I need can't something hear it. nice. Stop. I can't take it. I can't take it. This is a horrible way to start this episode. Yeah, this is terrible. Why did I start Wait, with Flippy? Let me, fuck Flippy. Let me do, <laughs> let me just tell you something. Just got the title of the episode. Fuck Flippy. <laughs> So I'm just sitting here looking at you. Mm-hmm. And first of all, you look so very cute. And oh. your hair is very, very silver. I'll take it. It's like you're such a silver fox to me. But mm. I was our, our anniversary was November 4th. Yes. And. I hope you like that cigarette boat I bought you. <laughs> and I was looking through old pictures of us because it's like, you know, it comes up on whatever on your mm-hmm. Facebook four years ago. Mm-hmm. You Your hair was very dark. Did I Obama you? Did I like make things too stressful. Why? I think life Obama'd me. It wasn't you. If anything, you were the when one. I, when I say Obama, I only mean because he entered the White House with black hair and he left and it was well, salt that's and because pepper. I think everyone who enters the White House well, it's sees stressful. things And also that we're they, growing up. And this is the age. Yeah, happens. I'm just saying you look very cute with oh, your salt good. and pepper hair. I'll take it. I like my salt and pepper hair. I do too. And I'm never going to cut. There's nothing worse than when a... Um, uh, when especially comedians do this, when they get older, they start dyeing their hair. So you have this, and it never comes out right. Uh, there's a, a woman, um, uh, Sue Nagel, I was friends with, she called that color uh, Catskills Copper. It always <laughs> looks wrong. And these guys that do it, and you're like, who? And, and then it's, a, it's this weird, not natural head of red hair that doesn't look right on the oldest face. It would actually, it actually makes you look oh older my God, when you I, dye your I'm hair. I'm totally picturing exactly the kind of You look. know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. And when you see that hair, you're like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Let yourself go gray. You look great. Stop it. Yeah. Anyway, you look great, baby. Um, hey guys, we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, All right, we're back. Did you? I like my line reading better. Okay, good. Well, you got the part. Um, (laughs) Did you get my text about this adorable young couple who decided to document their engagement? Yes, yes, I did. It was so cute in a a supermarket. Well, in the Berkeley Bowl, if anyone uh, lives up in the Bay Area, you know what I'm talking about, the Berkeley Bowl, great um, supermarket over in Berkeley. I was what what really blew me away, and they took their engagement pictures of themselves inside the supermarket where they go all the time, and they they go there a lot, and apparently buy food together and cook together. So they decided, oh, we'll take our engagement photos at our favorite grocery store. So they do some cute stuff where, like, he's um, sitting on the checkout belt and she's checking him out. She's pushing him in a uh, 
shopping cart. They're kissing near the produce, uh, holding a big watermelon here. It's very cute. So many pictures. But what's really cool, and I didn't really think about this until I looked at the pictures, is um, beyond just the, the, uh, the, the personal aspect of, oh, we met we go to the supermarket a lot and it's part of a relationship – the the background for the photos is very bright primary color produce food really well lit it actually makes it look, it's a very good color choice <laughs> for a setting if you're going to do um photographs and now i'm thinking like if i do like a, a, my next album, like maybe my cover, I might do Are it. Are you going to copy this couple? Well, I'm going to find a bright, <laughs> a bright produce section somewhere and get my Are picture you? because it's really, it looks nice. In that picture. But I like the colors. Maybe I should wear maybe. all white. Lots of things can have colors. Well, I wear all white and then I stand in front of all the different Are you vegetables. telling everybody the, the, um, your next album cover? Just an idea <laughs> or somewhere colorful. But I just love that they... Um, maybe they were thinking of that. Maybe they weren't. But and also, I mean, they didn't stand. Obviously, they didn't stand in front of any um, products with logos because you can't do that. However, a lot of product packaging is very bright and very colorful and would make an amazing background yeah, but, for a photo. But then you're, you're giving them free advertising. You can't do that. Right. And especially what if it were a product that, you know, that you don't not like. good for the yeah. environment. But I thought that was delightful. That the, And then I'm thinking, what are other crazy, colorful places that you would, what would be? A the, ball pit. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, man. Uh, no, God. <laughs> That's it, a Petri dish of it hell. Is horrifying. No, you don't get your picture taken at a... At <laughs> Chuck a, um, E. Cheese with those scary animatronic guys. Oh, oh my gosh. I remember- when I was little, I wanted to go to a, a... I don't know if it was Chuck E. Cheese or someone else had a ball pit. I don't know. We, my, I never went to one of those when I was little. I really always just wanted to dive into... <sighs> All yeah. those colored balls. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, that's disgusting. My daughter, there was this very brief window when she was a certain age where all of her friends had birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. So we would go to Chuck E. Cheese and um, they would, you know, play video games and, or play those games for you get tickets. You play games, you get tickets. Yeah, and then and you, you get to the go get the prize. And there was one game I was just- Skee-ball's my thing, man. Yeah, there was some game. It wasn't a skee-ball type game, but I, I remember I was there. I was chaperoning her at the party, and she was running around with her friends, and I just mindlessly stood at this machine and just fed. I think I was just swiping my credit card and just playing, playing, playing. Tickets piling up, and I went through the whole- like all the tickets oh were inside God. the machine, I I got them to come out. Like it ran out of tickets, <laughs> made a refeed, and then at the end of the day, my daughter's like, "Well, party's over, time to go." I just took this huge thing of tickets and went, "Just pick a prize you want." Like we went to the prize area, and then boom, she got something crazy. But I just, it was just absolute. Was it a pink dog? I don't know what it was. No, it wasn't a pink dog. She's no. a big, big pink dog in she, her room. But that, no, that wasn't that. It was something else. I wouldn't want her to bring home a stuffed animal from Chuck E. Cheese. That'd be a little. Ew, no, diff. no, no. It probably no. has, you know. And then, and then, and then, uh, the year later, the the place, the big destination place, was Dave and Buster's, which I guess for kids it's wonderful and they love it. My God, that place is so loud and so. Annoying. I, Do they I, have like an amazing ice cream float type of thing? I, I, is Dave and Buster's where they dress like old timey in red and white stripes? No, you're thinking of Farrell's. Dave and Buster's is is just it. Dave and Buster's is a is next like a, level up Chuck E. Cheese basically. Oh, with all these crazy games, but they have like a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. But it's just a fucking cacophony, and I don't know what kind of food they have. We would go into a party room, and the kids would be in the party room, and then they'd run around. And, and you'd be sitting there with the adults, like, all looking at each other like, I'm going to die. I cannot <laughs> deal with this. It's so loud. I do have to say, 
the two things I love playing if I'm ever in one of those arcade scenarios. Mm-hmm. One is skee ball. Right. But my most favorite of all time is is the little basketball thing where you get the basketballs and you throw them up oh, and, yeah. and you it counts how many basketballs you can do into the thing. Very hypnotic and soothing. I I'm like I'm really good at basketball. <laughs> like always, I'm just so good at it. Well, how expensive can so one r- of those machines be now? Because I, all my friends have stand up like. Oh my god! If we video could, game, I would be. That would be insane. That'd be so fun all to day. have. Just play it. Why not? <laughs> I'd be so weird after like a month because I'd be like, I've been playing basketball all day. <laughs> I like it that much. Yeah, and I, I guess that's a good. That'd be a great way to tone your arms and everything. Like just tossing that basketball over and over again. <laughs> I played that game with Tig. That's right. <laughs> you did really, really well. Um, and speaking of new, I don't know what your record was, but my um, uh, every day I do the New York Times crossword puzzle on my phone. Oh, yeah. And so you get the regular you, crossword you puzzle. Me, and then they get, wait, yes. let me just tell them. He already texted me this, the number he's going to tell you. Yeah. Then I do the mini. Right. And my record for the longest time on the mini. Sometimes in the minis, I get jammed up and it takes me a minute to solve them. Sometimes I'm in a flow. And my uh, one of my really good nailing it days, I got 19 seconds, solved it in 19 yeah, but seconds. Last night. But that was my record for the longest time, and I could not beat 19 seconds. And then last night did it in 14 seconds. And you were so excited because you texted me immediately I was 14 so seconds. And I knew excited. it. And I was like, oh, yay, babe. <laughs> Which means I'm headed to what my goal is. I just want to get to single digits. Can I get to single digits? Is it possible? Can I shave? Five That's a lot. seconds. That you can't. I don't know. Because how many questions are there? There's like 10. Well, it's a and, grid of five. Right. It, there's no way. Because the, there's at least two letters in five, and that's a second. But if you can't anticipate, if there's, if there's a way. There's no way. That I can fill out, as I'm filling out the acrosses, I'm already getting okay, in my mind what idea. the downs are. Why and don't, then. Why don't you just try to just. Press a button that many times to fill the little things. No, that'll be because no. That alone would tell you if you could do it. No, because it doesn't. I'm just saying, you know, you got to fill in all that stuff. So the amount yeah, of time, right? But in, you can't even fill it out in nine seconds. Well, look, my record was even ni- if you knew every answer. Is my my, point. my record was 19 seconds, and then I suddenly shaved five seconds off of that. So if I keep going, right. can I shave another five off? I doubt it. We don't know. Hey, you know what? People said that about the four-minute mile until someone ran it, and then everybody ran it. Okay, fine. If your little thumbs can, can, I do, can do a crossword puzzle in nine seconds, then you have like Superman. The mini. The mini. Not the regular no, one. I the mini. I know the mini. I'm saying even the mini has more boxes than nine. So in other words, if each box is like takes a second to tap. It doesn't take a second to tap because when you're counting seconds, it's 1,001. No, that's a second. 1,003, 1,004. But within the 1,000, in the middle, I can go, I think so. All right, well, let's try. Well, I mean. How about we all place bets? Maybe I'll put on Twitter. For those of you who think he can do it in nine seconds. There's two months left in 2021. How many months will it take me? I don't know. You know what? I'm not, I don't want any kind of limit. I will report back when I do it. Okay, fine. But right yeah. now, my record is 14 seconds. And then, you know what? Next Can week, I do it? Next week, it'll be 12. And you'll be- well, it took me a long time to go from 19 to 14, and there were a lot of- uh... I wanted to talk about something. All right. You know when you're like a business person? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I've never been a business person. Well, me neither. Well, okay. But yes, there are things we do business, doing business sure. type stuff. Do your business. We got to do your business. Mm-hmm. And- uh 
it's often on a very, sometimes it's on a Zoom. Sometimes it's like on a very large Zoom with many people. Oh, yeah. Sometimes people email you and say, um, there's this virtual thing that you have to attend, da, 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 da. Right. And you put makeup on and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they do the Zoom thing and it's just a presentation of them. Right. Which is fine. But we were on a Zoom last night um, and it was a- pre- It was a school thing. It was a school, th- well, it was a school thing mm-hmm. and it was a presentation thing. And, um, well, I wish you hadn't said it's a school thing because I think I'm going to get in trouble now. No, no, no. It was just a general school thing. I know, right, okay, I know where so, you're going with this. Actually, this makes a lot of sense. Okay. My point is it was a little presentation and you could do a Q&A. Mm-hmm. And um, so you typed in your little Q. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest, Patton, mm-hmm. and I think you agree with me <laughs> and I think we might have discussed it. Yep. But I was like, let's get a question in real quick yep. so we can sign off if we want to. Yeah. How many of you guys do that? Don't lie. Anyway, it wasn't like that important of a Zoom. It wasn't like we had to. It just, I felt guilty kind of. And then I was like, well, do I leave it open? Right. Do I just leave it open and running? Do we sit down and mute it? Do we, what do we do? Do we watch the whole thing? And then I was like scared and I would sit down on the couch for a minute. And then you and I would talk and then I'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. I need to hear this because what if I need to hear this? Yeah, it reminds me of sometimes you get invited to a party that you don't want to go to, but you feel like you should go to. So you get there early and you just establish that you're there with <laughs> right. the host. Like, hello, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Do you need and, any help with anything? And then you let the party go on for maybe 20 minutes and then you slip away. <laughs> but but you at least get it in their heads that I was there. Yes, yes, yes. You know, you sign the registry or whatever, and then you get the hell out of there. <laughs> Which it happens. Listen, all of us can be social sometimes, and sometimes you just can't be social. Uh, yeah, and, Ooh, and I can rarely that, be social. That so could that's, be a shirt. What? <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> well, then, sometimes people are. <laughs> then it's not a memorable phrase if you literally forget it the second it leaves your skull. It's probably not a t-shirt. That'd be a great t-shirt. Well, what t-shirt? I, I forget. <laughs> you forget. You did. You just now said it. And you're like, my wife likes. <laughs> yeah. My wife likes pot. My wife likes pot. So we're talking about the school Zoom, and there's always those things when you are there and you're listening, right? Um, and your camera's on because you want to show them you're there, like it's important yes. that you're there. But then there are so many people whose cameras are off. But then some people see those people whose cameras are off and then they're like, eh, fuck it. I don't want people like looking at me, looking at them. So I'm just right. going to turn my camera off. But then you're like the last person in the room and you're like, I don't want to be rude and be like the last per- <laughs> the person who leaves. Like if I turn my camera off, well, that's just plain rude now. Yes. Like that's like leaving the party and leaving the host all by himself. Yeah. If you're the last one there and you got to stay. The other thing I was, I was talking about and you, this has come up with you too. This is very frustrating for you. Uh, when you're when you're putting together a Zoom meeting or a Zoom event, make it very clear to your attendees whether or not they will also be on camera. Because if I'm not going to be on camera, and, and Meredith especially, I'll wear a she robe. gets stressed up and she takes her time to look good. If I'm not going to be on camera, assure me of that so I can sit there in my pajamas and not have to... Right. Put a nice shirt Don't on. Don't assume and- we're all watching that thing at work. Some of us are at home in yes. robes eating yeah. ice cream and Cheetos. <laughs> But yeah, just don't like let people do the courtesy of going, by the way, you can sit there naked watching this because I'm not going to have you on camera. Right. There's no. Yeah. Oh, that drives me crazy. And then it also drives me crazy when when I think it's like all or nothing people put your 
pictures on or nobody put their pictures on. Yes. I feel like, because then it really leaves it up to the people on camera to make the speaker feel happy. It's like, I give good audience. I really do. Oh, I was... I I remember when my best friend was uh, performing live at clubs around Los Angeles. Yeah. And not everyone knew who she was. I mean, and I just thought she was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And Mm. I was telling everyone I could tell about how great she is. And so she would get gigs here and there, and she was doing a gig. It wasn't huge. I mean, there were like 10, 50, you know, it wasn't huge. Right. But I'm in the back screaming like, woo! But I wanted it to sound like there were more people there for her. So I was like, woo! Yeah! <laughs> did you did you move around to different seats no. like there were people? I just... I would. I just, what if you had bought a bunch of little mini tape recorders and recorded different things and then hid them around the rooms so they could all just go up at different times? I just, I just have to say, um, I give good audience. I give mm-hmm. good fan, and mm-hmm. I'm really good about making sure that whoever is supposed to be the center of attention, yeah. really gets to be. Like, I will promote my friends, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I will give good fan. I will be in the audience, laughing the loudest and clapping the hardest, and you know. Making my friends feel like they're doing what they want to be doing. Yes, I will, and I will do that on Zooms. I get because I'm so um, performer oriented that I will. It's almost like I'm doing silent movie acting, yeah, like on nodding. the camera. I'm like, <laughs> like I just go way over the top, and and it yeah. gets really, and it gets exhausting after a while. Yeah, and then you're like, I, and you have resting. Um, Sad face, grump face. You have so yeah, you have resting, resting grumpy face. Why? Hey, why are you upset? Something wrong? Right. Oh, no, no, that's, that's how my face. You have is. a resting clown, uh, a frown face, and resting um, frown and resting clown, <laughs> both. And um, so what we'll, if I what if I turn that resting frown upside resting down? Oy vey. Go ahead. So oh, you just made me ruin my train of thought for that dumb thing. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I literally don't even remember where I was going with this conversation. I interjected you a five-second joke. Me Why? Because I will not remember what I was like, trying to say. What are you, the guy from Memento? How, how, <laughs> oh, my God. No, what I'm saying is. <laughs> oh, my God. We, now we're really going to be right back. Oh, hello. Hi, I feel like I've been cursing a lot in this episode, and I really didn't mean to. Oh, fuck no, you're fine. <laughs> you never curse. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say that. I don't think I curse that much. Anyway. You're um, such a good dad. Alice doesn't curse. Mm-hmm. I curse you often. curse your head off And then I look her. at her, and I'm like, please don't be like me. Please, <laughs> please don't take that trait of mine, please. It's disgusting. I shouldn't say it. There are so many better words you can be using. And she's like, I won't, Mom. I won't. Yeah. Because she won't, because right. she thinks it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to lunch today. It was actually kind of nice. It was it was something we have not done in a long time. Um, not We've gone to lunch, but this was a, we were just driving around and then suddenly ran, oh, hey, let's just go get, it was a spur of the moment. Um, life hasn't been that spontaneous these last uh, uh, almost two years. So that was nice. And um, so we're in this um, restaurant on Sunset Boulevard, having a little lunch, I'm having a salad. She's having some nachos. We're splitting some polenta between us. It was very tasty. And uh, from out in the street, I hear someone is leaning on their horn like like an anger punishment honk. Someone is angry at something. And I was just going to ignore it because that 
area of sunset we were in gets very loud. But then I look over and the servers and the other, we're kind of in the back of the restaurant. We can't see what's going on the street. And they're all looking over and laughing at something, at something. that was going on. And so I was like, oh man. And then uh, I get up. I hear commotion. I don't know what's going on. You right. get up. You don't even say anything to me. No. Like, I'm going to go look. And you just walk away from me. And then you're standing <laughs> there. So you don't even look back like, oh, come see this. Or, oh, it's not a big well, deal. Once or, I, got up there, I thought something terrible was happening. Right. Like there was being a robbery or something. Well, something, not something terrible was happening, but something annoying and gross was happening. But then uh, the reaction to it was wonderful. And it made me very happy. So there was a woman who was making a right onto sunset from- you were, uh, we were in the restaurant, but you could look out the window and look out the the, window. to the street. And so she is, well, apparently she was making, I only saw the tail end of this. There's a woman in a car about to make a right onto Sunset Boulevard. And uh, there's a guy behind her in a Porsche and he is leaning on his horn because she is taking longer than he would like her to, to make her right. It's heavy traffic, but she's taking too long. And he just According really, to him. According to him, exactly, according to him. Um, he looked like a douchebag. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna describe him. Physically, but his uh, energy was douchebag energy, total yeah. douchebag energy. So, um, Ted Cruz-ish. <laughs> no, 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 this this is like wiry, angry. Ted oh, Cruz okay. is, is Ted Cruz's gelatinous ooze uh, douchebag <laughs> energy. This is different douchebag energy. Um, so she <laughs> got out of her car, um, not didn't get in his face, but just walked back to him, and and went out of her way to go. You know, I I know that I'm taking a little too long to make this right turn because traffic is very heavy and I'm worried that I'll cause an accident. But if you feel more, like she took way too long to, which has then made him even angry because he just wants her to go. And what she was saying without saying it is, oh no, you're the one who's causing this further delay because I'm going to come back here <laughs> and just stand and talk to you. And then he started honking his horn at her again as she's standing there. But she just kept going, you're welcome to go around me. But I just think that the, oh and like, like it was driving him crazy, which then, and then she, yeah, why didn't he just go around her? Got, then she slowly got back because- all, He it, just wanted to be a dick. He wanted to be a dick. Also, he, he couldn't have gone around her. The traffic was crazy. Oh. Then she slowly walked back into the car, sat down, took her time, putting the seatbelt on, still honking, going crazy. And then she just drove away. And so what she did was she didn't like put him in his place or go, fuck you. She's like, I'm going to just give you an extra fistful of tension in your stomach for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's what I'm going to leave you with. And then I'm going to slowly pull away. And make you and even just matter. Go, and, and then he like pulled, then he's got to wait for like three more cars. And then he's got to go. <laughs> it was so beautiful. And it made me really, really happy that what a wonderful way to, oh, the, you need me to move quicker. Well, let me explain to you why I can't move quicker. And I hope it doesn't annoy you all the time that I'm taking to tell you. Like, oh, it made me very happy. So thank you, anonymous woman on Sunset Boulevard, driving the guy in the Porsche crazy. It was wonderful. I would never do that. I would never mm -hmm. walk out and say anything, but I would give a look that would say it. <laughs> I would just look behind me. I would mm -hmm. look in the, I would peek out the window and look at the guy and be like, mm -hmm. are you all right? You, you seem upset. Yeah. <laughs> Can you relax? It's but a she, fucking car. But she did this great thing where she got out and was like, Oh, I, you must want me to explain to you why I'm taking all this time. Like she was actually, she was excited to do oh, it. So she, which, she's like, oh. She was never mean to him. She was never gave him a look. She was like, oh, and, and oh my God, it was, and, and everyone in the uh, restaurant, at least the two guys. No, but was, wait, let me just say something. If it had been reversed and the calm girl, if it had been the guy, mm -hmm. 
it wouldn't have been cool because he was a douchebag. Like if he was the one who got out of the car and went up to her, that would be like, if she was, if she like, you know, but there are people who just give that one little honk, like, oh, could you just move real quick? And then the person in front is like the douchebag guy. And he's like, don't, you want to honk at me? I'll no, give you something. What I'm saying is, I know what you're saying. I'm just giving an alternative the roles, reality. But if the roles had been reversed and she had been a woman leaning on the horn and being this, doing the same behavior as the guy, it would have been fantastic if a guy wanted to play. Oh, let me explain why I'm. It, right. it wasn't the. It was that he was just leaning on right. his horn like okay. I need to punish you and I need to punish everyone around us because I'm I'm mad oh. and I'm a big baby and I want everyone else to be upset. And then she's like, well, then I'm going to make you even more enraged. <laughs> and then and give entertain you no everyone release. else around Exactly. Us. It was, and so the two guys who were at the table that I talked to, I was like, what was going on? And then the, our server were all laughing their heads off and loved it. Oh, man. So yay, a, a little moment of grace on Sunset Boulevard today. Yeah, I thought someone was dying. I was watching you, waiting for you to come back to the table and like nervous that something terrible wasn't going to happen. Are we about, is the thing going to get robbed what mm-hmm. is going on <laughs> yep and not even a not even a look back wow you didn't even look at me i was i you know what you i'm sorry enthralled. i was enthralled with the beauty of it yeah with well the, you the, know what you were enthralled with what just any kind of fun drama like <laughs> like i just mean like being out and about and having an experience yeah like, exactly because it's so rare to even have an experience i yeah. think this is like the third restaurant we we've like this is the first time we've really gone out to lunch yeah in two yeah. years and it was like, we're with people, we're seeing real people. I, we talked to the guy next to me. A guy sitting at the restaurant next to me as we were leaving asked me to come back. Do you remember that? Did you notice that? I know that you went back for a second. The guy was like working on something. He goes, mm-hmm. you really cute young guy. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think he was? Like In 20s, his 20s yeah. yeah. And um, he's working there. He's got his little computer, super handsome. And um, he goes, can you, uh, can I ask your opinion on something? And I was like, Okay, it, that's a weird question. Mm-hmm. And my husband was just here and you saw us together. So <laughs> I, I don't know what's, anyway, he's like, can you, do you know anything about race cars? Do you know anything about racing? I was like, well, I don't. <laughs> and, and then he's like, just tell me which picture you like better. And then he shows me these two photographs that he took. Yeah. So he's a photographer oh, doing okay. something for a race car magazine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this picture or this picture? I'm like, that one for sure. And then I, wait wait, nope, go back. <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, like when you're in an optometrist's office and they're like, A or B, A or B. Oh, yeah, you're like, yeah, is yeah. It, Do you like three or four, three or four? Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. I'm like, well, show me the other picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one's good, that one. Why do you like this one? Because that one gives you the whole story of the whole racetrack. And the other one's just the, about the cars. I think you go with the huge, huge story. Nice. <laughs> So I like met a person who asked my opinion on something and you saw a crazy thing happen. I saw a wonderful thing happen. You saw, yeah. I saw anger and and, uh, privilege get turned on its head and used against itself and I loved it. Yeah. I truly loved it. So in other words, things happen when you go outside. Now it's time for Did You Get Our Picks? Tell you what we like, what we really, really like. All right, let's do some picks. Um, I've been crazy busy, so I haven't really seen any new movies. Although, as I saw a new movie, which one? I saw. Well, I might have told everyone yesterday. Last night in Soho. Last Not night yesterday. In Soho. Last week. Right. <laughs> time means nothing to you, baby. Um. Yeah, I saw Last Night in Soho, and you're going to see it tomorrow. Well, by the time you're listening to this, I will have already seen it. I'm very excited. It'll be my first movie that I I'm seeing in a theater that I'm paying to see. So this is my first. 
I think regular movie going experience. Um, that is very nice of you because we were invited to the premiere. I ended up going to the premiere with my friend. Yep. Um, and then you, and then Edgar Wright, the director, had invited you also the next night for something else, but you couldn't make it because of no. work. Yep. Um, you're just gonna buy a ticket and go and see it because you are a big, nice, wonderful movie loving friend. Yes, and also supportive, I'm just, and you. Lo- I know you want to see that movie. I'm excited good. for an Edgar Wright film. Edgar it, Wright's movie Baby Driver was at the first. Uh, that was our first public date. That was our first public date. That would be announced to the people that truly the romance was on. <laughs> so, yeah, no movies for me, um, although I'm excited to see uh, Last Night in Soho. Books. I've discovered this uh, cultural historian named W. Scott Poole. I haven't discovered him. I just for the read him for the first time. Finished his book, Wasteland, which is this uh, survey about how the experience and trauma of World War I shaped modern horror, and it is uh, amazing. Uh, and and that led me to immediately start reading his biography of H.P. Lovecraft in the Mountains of Madness, the extraordinary life, the life and extraordinary afterlife of H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft, an amazing writer, a kind of horrible human being, um, and there's been a lot of defense. That's the whole thing, like separate the art from the artist. Yes, uh, you're, I'm sure your kids love reading the books of Roald Dahl. Maybe don't go into his opinions about uh, Hitler, and honestly, Hitler and the Jews. I loved watching the Cosby Show with my dad when I was younger, <laughs> really. And all and Fat Albert, my one of my favorite favorite cartoons ever. And yeah, separate the art. Well, from hang the on, artist. something happened with Bill Cosby. <laughs> Shut up. Um. All right. So that's yes. This is a. Uh, but he doesn't separate the art from the artist. He's saying these are right. In his case, they're actually one and the same. That's why his stuff was so horrific and twisted. Is because. He was kind of twisted himself. Right. Anyway, there you go. Comic books. Uh, Time Before Time, ongoing series by Declan Chavley and Rory uh, McConaughey. Uh, amazing uh, low-level science fiction crime series where time travel is just everywhere, basically, but it's kind of run by the mob. And they use it for um, disposing of things and moving people around and and the rich can go back to a better times or forward wherever wow. they want to and it's that sounds so well done really really well done what if time travel was just another app and then how would it be used for good stuff and also misused right wow Great. wouldn't Great that be stuff. cool if it were yeah although this this comic says might not be as cool as you think right depending on who got their hands on it well if but everyone it's cool. could do it yeah uh, and finally music uh because i'm doing a lot of writing uh, another one of my, I forgot, this is one of my favorite albums to write to from 1998, Beck's Mutations. A uh, little album he put out in between, right after Odelay and before, I'm blanking on the one that came after, but it, it's just this quick little album that he put out and every single song is perfect. Uh, Mutations. Uh, You'd be a really good DJ on like a old, on like a... <laughs> Rock station or whatever. Somewhere. Yeah. You were like, this is a great one later. This is Guys, a, this, this is, next one. This is a stack of wax of platter the batters. There's a little uh, Beck from 1998. What Mutations. the heck is Beck? <laughs> um, yeah, you could be. You'd be a really good. You have a great voice. You have a, you have a good voice, man. Oh, that was a horrible DJ voice. No, not not that. I'm just saying. You were like when you were discussing the record. Oh, right, you sounded right. like a real DJ. But anyway, um, I, I forgot that uh, Mutations is one of the best albums to write to. So I was very, very happy to get to be reminded of that today while I was writing. You know how people are DJs? 
Yes, I know how people are DJs. Well, when you think about a DJ today, right? There's I, you know, there's those DJs that are at the like clubs and they're on that stage oh, and they're yeah. like stand, like the, that kind of DJ. Steve Aoki. Yeah, that kind of DJ. Right. And then when you think about like the DJ at like the radio station, <laughs> yeah. They're two totally different things and two totally different personalities. Yeah, I think the club DJs are arguing that they themselves are in the their artist. own way are artists and yeah. are responsible well, for Well, yes, they do. Yes. Obviously they're playing other people's music, but yes, they do create their own sounds as they're doing it. They put it together. They yeah, they do do Didn't stuff. Moby start as a DJ? I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, there but there's an art to it. Just like look, everything starts off um where people going, "Well, that's not music that's you know i'm sure that when graffiti first showed up like well how is this art it's just hooligans spray right. painting and it took someone like a basquiat and, and and a banksy to go no this is actually art there's something kind of brilliant here it's yeah amazing. same with djing so um those are my picks we'll see you guys next week what oh, that was a boring ending well okay <laughs> Hey, those were my picks, so uh, make sure to take advantage. We've got Beck, we've got H.P. Lovecraft, and we've got Time Before Time, Declan Shively. That's a book, a comic, and some music. Have some more movies for you next week. I'm going to throw to Buxom Bubbly, Meredith Salinger. Go, Mare Mare! Oh, that was great. Hey, everybody, have a great, great, great day. That really changed my mood listening to that. Folks, if you've been drinking and you have to drive, please don't forget your cars. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. This podcast is a production of Meredith Salinger and Patton Oswalt. In association with Starburns Audio. Executive producers are Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. And if you have questions for us, send them to... Hey, did you get my text? At gmail.com. And don't forget, subscribe to this podcast. It's free, and it helps us get to keep making the show. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.